Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Hey there, my friend, and welcome back. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the podcast. I am so excited that you're here, and I am so excited that I can talk with you every week to help you to figure out those big issues, small issues, medium-sized issues and everything in between to help you to grow faster, to build a team, and to really achieve all the results that you want to achieve in your business. And today I wanted to talk about something. It, this, it just, this happens to me all the time. I have a topic picked and I have my schedule and you know I go over it with my team and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm good to go. Like These are the things that I want to talk about and something inevitably comes up when I'm working with a client <laughs> during the week or the day before and I say to myself, this is really important. This is really important and I think I need to talk about this. And then I, of course, I end up shifting stuff around. But you know what? I can do that because I make the rules. Then I make the rules because there are no rules. But, and they're fine with it. They're, they get it. And it's all relevant anyway. It's not like it's, you know, it has nothing to do with it. It's not like I'm talking about grocery shopping, which I could talk about grocery shopping because I hate grocery shopping. But, um, but anyway, <laughs> and my husband makes fun of me for it. But uh, I wanted to talk about this thing called clarity. And clarity is such a huge, huge thing. Because without clarity, we feel lost. We feel uh, like we don't know what we're doing. We feel helpless and hopeless. But with clarity comes power. And I don't mean like, what? Like power. I mean like our own power, managing our destiny, and really owning our future. Because the more clarity we have, the more power we have to make the right decisions. The more clarity we have, the more we can connect with what it is that we really want to do, and the more we can connect with our our people, our staff, our employees, our customers. The more clarity we can have, we can sift through the noise and we can ignore that internal voice or, you know, say thank you, no thank you. When that internal voice comes up that says, oh, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't, nope, you can't do this, and you shouldn't do this, and no one's going to like it, and you, and, you know, you should just, like, bury that idea. No. The more clarity you have, the more power you have. And also, the more clarity the people that work with you have, the more power they have. And for the longest time when I work with people, and it was like this when I was even in corporate America, people think that being a good leader or being a good manager means that they just have to tell people what to do. They just have to tell people what to do. They have to manage tasks and just, you know, just dole out um, orders and, you know, just 
That's what being a good leader means. And what happens is, and I've seen it time and time again, that when that's what people's idea is of being a good leader or being a good business owner, what happens is, is that they end up becoming the bottleneck and they don't even realize it. Because the more you feel like you need to control everything and you need to just tell people what to do and not empower them to make decisions, the more you have to be the decision maker or you have to tell people what to do or you have to handle everything, then guess what? You end up losing your power because you don't have time to get clear on what is really a priority and what's really important and what you're really doing because you're trying to manage everything. But the other thing is, is that your employees feel powerless. Your employees don't really understand. They just know that they're supposed to do stuff. They just have to do stuff. They need to wait on people and they just need to do stuff. And I've seen numerous places that I've walked into, numerous local businesses, where I've walked into a place and people don't even turn around to say hello. They're so focused on what they need to do that they forget or don't even realize or don't even know the more important thing that they need to do, which is creating, it's part of creating that experience, that amazing customer experience. So last night I was sitting at a client's and they were meeting with their staff and we had been focusing on for so long empowering the staff to make decisions and creating a better experience for the employees. Because a lot of local business owners, they start, they open up their business, they, you know, and they just run with it and don't take time to fully understand what they need to do. They don't take time to to create processes and they hire people that all they do is just tell them what to do. And then the business can't really grow anywhere. Okay. They can't, it can't really go. It can't really do anything because there's no clarity all over the place. There's no clarity on the vision other than, Oh, we open up this store. We open up this, this bakery or we open up this cafe. And that's all they focus on. And the employees don't really understand. They just know that they're just like this. These are their duties. These are their tasks. And it's almost like robotic becomes robotic. So one of my clients we had been working on because they had struggled with situations with their employees, their employees just, you know, not focusing on customer service and just not ignoring the customer, not getting tasks done. And they were focused so much on telling them what to do and the fact that they weren't doing it. And I said, as I'm listening to the management team talk about this, I stopped and I said, okay, what have you done to empower them and motivate them? And the three managers looked at me and said, well, well, we, t- we, we tell them what to do and they're not doing it. I'm like, no, what have you done to educate them and motivate them? Because here's the thing. I mean, and this is the other thing. They also, so they have these employees who aren't doing the things that they need to do. And the management is just is just constantly like harping on them and telling them what to do. And at the same time, the employees are complaining that they want more money. And it's it ends up turning into this big 
ball of muck. So when I asked them the question, I said, what have you done to empower your employees and motivate them? And they didn't really have an answer. And what it comes back to is again, what is, or, or where is that clarity? Because ultimately, whether it's employees or the leadership team, you know, you as the business owner, you have to be, have to have that clarity. You have to be super clear on what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then that needs to go out into the leadership team. And the leadership team needs to be super clear on that. And then the leadership team and this leadership team couldn't get out of their own way. And that then trickles down to the employees. Because what motivates the clarity that people, once you, once you have that clarity, where that power comes from with the clarity is being able to do three things with your employees and your leadership team is to give them autonomy. Give them autonomy to be able to make decisions. And where does autonomy come from? Autonomy comes from knowledge, right? When, when people are empowered to make decisions, they have knowledge about it. They also know that they can be creative with the decision that they're making to solve, to create a solution. The second thing is, is that people want to be able to have mastery, And what that means is that you're not just doling out tasks, you're not just telling them what to do, but you're actually encouraging them to learn. You're letting them figure stuff out for themselves and when they make a mistake, being there to pick up the pieces, but also letting them to get better at something, to figure things out and to learn more and to have mastery in a specific area. And the third thing is to understand purpose. The purpose, the deeper purpose of the business. Why the business exists. What is that purpose behind the business beyond the products and services that they sell? But also to understand what their individual purpose is in the grander scheme of things. How do they fit into the bigger vision for the business? How do their unique strengths and what's important to them, how does that fit into the business? You know, when we talk about, when I teach people project management, it's not a matter of sitting down, like figuring out the tasks, building the project, and then just telling people what to do. But having everybody on the leadership team or everybody that's going to be involved in the project being part of the process to figure out how the project is going to be executed. So everybody understands their individual purpose and their individual mission or vision within the grander scheme of the vision and how they fit in and how what they do amazing fits into everything else the business does. So giving people the autonomy to be able to make decisions so that you're not micromanaging them, you're not harping on them, you're not standing over their shoulder and constantly telling them what they're doing wrong or even doing right, but you're giving them the autonomy and the freedom and the creativity to come up with new solutions, new products, new 
new menu items, new flavors, new events, new, you know, whatever in your business. But you're also giving them the chance to master, giving them that mastery to know more, to build their own knowledge about things within the business so that they can carry forth that vision that you have. And the third one, purpose. They understand the grander purpose of the business, but they also understand what their purpose is and how they fit into the bigger piece and the bigger scheme of things. So going back to my client, once we discovered that these pieces weren't, that they hadn't worked on these pieces, it was just a matter of them trying to handle everything and having some fighting between them, between the management team, once we got clear on what their individual strengths were and revisited the vision of the business and what their purpose was and how they individual, individually as part of the leadership team were carrying forth the vision and what they could do to teach and engage and connect with the employees and the staff even more on a deeper level to educate them so that they could make decisions on their own and they weren't constantly asking the management team simple decisions that they should have simple questions that they should have been able to answer so that they can have a deeper connection with their customers and we and the vision and that iconic experience that they wanted to create in the business became even bigger and better and all of that all of that came from simply and not so simply, having clarity, getting clarity, getting clarity on what the mission was for the leadership team. You know, people don't necessarily want to, I mean, yes, everybody wants to make money, but money isn't a super motivator. I've actually seen where management team, a business owner came to me and said, I'm having trouble getting my management team to execute tasks. They, we had gotten to a level of growth and now it's like they've gotten comfortable. I paid out big bonuses last year. The past two years, I paid out huge bonuses. I gave them raises, but I said, we need to up-level what we're doing. And he's like, they're not doing anything. He's like, they've gotten comfortable. And in fact, I think they've actually gone backwards. So again, we had to, go back and revisit this and see that they weren't interested in, it was expected that they were going to receive this money now, that they didn't really need to do anything. So they weren't feeding their soul and getting that mastery and really understanding what their role was in the business. All they knew is that I just have to show up, I just have to be here, we need to meet last year's numbers, and I know I'm going to get a giant bonus. So it actually, like, using money as that motivator actually works things in reverse. But the more clarity you can have on the roles of what each individual does and how that impacts the greater vision of the business, not from the standpoint of we want to do hit this dollar volume, but more from the standpoint of we want to make this impact in our community and in our in and in, in the world basically we want to be we want to set our own standards and we're going to set our own standards by you know creating membership sites in restaurants we're going to create 
virtual shopping via FaceTime or Facebook or Facebook audio, video, you know, for our, our VIP customers. I mean, whatever that is. But the way that you get there is through clarity. Having clarity as a business owner, having clarity as a management team, but also giving your employees the clarity that they need. And when this all happens and this all aligns, that's when you have ultimate power to move the business forward, when you can educate your employees. So if I can go back for a minute, back to my client, once we got to the bottom of all this and we we worked through some things to get them to understand the mastery, what they what the mastery meant, like how they could give their employees autonomy, how they could educate them, what they needed to do and create a, a, their own proprietary process for training their employees. The next step was having a meeting with their employees. And it was almost like the room just lit up because it was no longer about just telling the employees what to do. You need to clean you need to clean all of the glass in the store. You need to polish the silver. You need to do like, and just have a checklist. But it was more about educating them. Educating them on dealing with objections, dealing with difficult clients, understanding assist the system even better, switching up how they do purchase orders, and and calling the staff instead of, you know, you're you're a customer service person or you're a sales associate. Instead of calling them that that, they ended up becoming cultural ambassadors because the store is a Celtic store, but calling them cultural ambassadors. That's so powerful. I have another client who's a law firm that I've worked with for a while. And instead of calling the receptionist a receptionist, she's a customer coordinator. Like it makes them, that it raises that purpose up, but it also gives them clarity on what they what their role is and how it can make a difference and make an impact in the business and in the lives of the people they work with every day and the people that they interact with every day. So I hope this episode helped you. And until next week, remember, being a good leader doesn't mean that you're just telling people what to do. Being a good leader means that you're holding the space. You're holding a space for them to rise that they're to their highest potential. And when they fall, you're there to help pick up the pieces. But when they rise, it's through autonomy and mastery and purpose. And most importantly, through clarity. Take care and I'll see you next time.